I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you are so stupid. The idiot savant. You sons of bitches. Sometimes that's life, dude. I watched the Dave Chappelle though thing on uh, YouTube. It's good, yeah. dude. That thing was fiery. It's not really a comedy. No, it's, it's pretty serious. Matter of fact, but, uh, but I feel like it was, it was appropriate. Oh, it's very appropriate. My my wife actually watched it with me, and like with the sh- stuff you brought up though, I was like, dude, smart guy too. Let the dust settle a little bit, and then comes out and says, you know, what the hell he thinks, like, like a pragmatic person, you know. Yeah, it doesn't let the emotion. I mean, he jump, got em- jump on the bandwagon immediately. He got emotional on it, but it makes so much sense. Like when he was talking about like the the cop killer, you're like, yeah, how the fuck do you guys not understand that this would happen? And he's like a grown ass adult, takes a step back and thinks about it for a second. You know, you know, takes his emotions out of it, then says what he really thinks. You know. Oh wait, we're talking about nuance here. Well, it's true though. No matter I what, it's no. That's what I'm saying because you get these newscasters, and the thing that I kept talking about it too was, um. I think mostly it's peaceful protesting out there, but it's almost like the Antifa dude that throws a brick through the through the the store. Yeah, but it's almost like that they 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 they're gonna sit here and flood just any bad information that they could, because literally right when the George Floyd protests happened, all the COVID stuff that you'd get on YouTube, it all went away. Yeah. It was all protests. So it was all like, sudden, oh, so they fucking stri- they squeezed that out as much as they could, and they finally got some bad news. It's all about clicks and you know just getting attention and stuff. It doesn't even matter if it's true or it just has to be enticing and provocative. Yeah, and I don't understand how people haven't figured that out yet. I don't know either. Fucking, it works though. I mean, you better believe it, man. People are all sucked into their phones and shit. So everybody thinks the world's on fire, but I'm like, um, just parts of it. Yeah, but it's like, that's what I was kind of explaining. I was like, you see, like, you know, through, like, a, literally the lens of a camera, you see just that, but you don't see everything else. Well, it just sucks, too, because there's a lot of people out there, the majority who are all, you know, all normal and peaceful. And that's there's cool. people protesting but going then, on, exactly. But then there's just the few people who want to throw a brick or just break some shit, and it just waters down the message. So. But the media just squeezes that as much as it could, and you're like, dude. Of course. Like, what are you trying, what, 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 are you trying to start a race war or something over here? Like, dude, most people probably think this is, like, most people think that was fucking uncalled for. Like, my wife was on TikTok today. She's like, oh, she's like, you know what's the craziest thing? And I love talking to my wife about this stuff because she is so out of it. But she was like, she's like, yeah, she's like, they were saying, like, he did drugs. And he was like, he had a rap sheet. I'm like, okay, but. I'm like, oh, I was like, no offense. I was like, uh, you know, that was like in his past. Like, I think it was like 10 years ago and they moved to Minneapolis away from Texas or something like that. And I was like, regardless, it was like over a $10 or, or it was, what was it? $20 forged bill. You get your neck stepped on for eight minutes. Like, yeah, that's all good and well. But that, what does that have to do with that moment right there? You know exactly. I mean? That's the fucking point right there. But it's just a maelstrom of bullshit that all caught together between COVID and people not having money and unrest and uneasy and... It's just like a perfect storm of shit. You know the craziest thing I seen too was like people 
they're like, oh, what happened to George Floyd was, you know, terrible. Um, but the autopsy reports showing that he had coronary artery disease. And I'm like sitting there thinking, I actually had on my last episode, I'm like, what fucking difference does it make if you had coronary artery so disease or not? I'm like, if you got a shin to your neck for eight minutes, yeah. I'm like, you're going out. Yeah, that's bad, dude. But one incident and people, they, they think it's everything you know what i mean like all cops are that way or something you know that's like, another thing there's there's always the there's the nuance to this is like everything's so extreme it's one side or the other now there's no like uh discourse you can't you can't shit. say cops are good you like, can't you just have to say they're bad you can't say some of them are bad and you know but most of them are good or there's a lot of cops that do fucking like literally if someone breaks into your home who the fuck are you gonna call the cops dude that's what i'm saying so that's, well, was, that's what i said i was listening to a podcast <laughs> with ronnie Coleman. he's like yeah he's like i was a police officer and uh like, uh, um, most calls every day, I needed to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I needed to be there. He's like, people need cops. It's 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 insane to me that it's we live in this weird thing where people are like, oh, I had to fund the police. Like, bitch. Yeah, but that's not the majority of people. That's yeah, just no, the, that's exactly. just the hype. That's just the hype. Like all the shit that you see on the news and what that's what it. gets on the the media, it's all just hype. If you really talk to normal folks, they don't think that. Exactly. Those are just the loud people. The normal pragmatic people are usually a little more calm and collected. So and I guess I'm talking about that little medium is like, okay, that little, it's just like Twitter. Anytime you see a Twitter mob, it's like the tiniest, what was it, like 20% of, or like 80% of tweets is made by like, I forgot, like 2% or like 80% of the tweets on Twitter is made by like uh, a very big portion of the users. It's crazy. But um, yeah, these little echo chambers. But regardless, if you yeah. think defunding the police is the way to go, it's like, man. Well, if you're getting your information from Twitter and TikTok and your Instagram feed and all that crap. It's just big media, whatever, too. Whatever, man. No problem. I know it is media, but people need to learn to uh, take all this stuff with a grain of salt. And I don't know. Well, my whole thing was if you're outside, too, and you kind of see what's happening, it's like, hey, you know, what are you seeing, too? Quit talking to people through a phone or getting information through a phone. Maybe talk to people in real life. Uh, Jesus. You know? Yeah. Listen to the radio, make some phone calls to people, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I seen that defund police thing. My first thing was like, man, who, who are you going to call if someone like has you at gunpoint or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. But for me, these people, these are just uh, the loudest people. This isn't the oh, yeah. majority or what people really want. Oh, so. for sure. For sure. I just, I, I'm just talking about the most ridiculous of um, circumstances. It's just like anytime something happens, Portland's always got to be in it for some reason. Oops, sorry. Yeah, you know you're good. Anytime something like this happens, Portland just got to be in it for some reason. You know, like, dude, I I keep saying it too. Like, I'm so I'm so embarrassed. We like my wife and I were just talking about it too. Like, we're so embarrassed to say that we live like near because you know people aren't from Oregon, so they're like, oh, where do you live? You kind of like you say Portland. Nobody knows what Salem is, so it's like, yeah. oh, we live uh, near Portland. It's like fuck. And then same thing, you get that same look like, oh. People like Portland, though, I mean. People and it was like, a nice spot back in the day. It, it still is. It is. There's, there's, there's great restaurants. I mean, brew, if you like brews, it's a great place. But it's just like, man, when you deal with those people, and they're, they're maybe it's same thing. Maybe it's just a small group of people in Portland, but man, they are just delusional it, out there. It's just a different way of life, though, you know what I mean? Different like, they, way the way they live, they're, they're all uh, business, uh, tech people, uh, stores. They're not living out on farms or they're not rural areas and that kind of stuff. There's too much disconnect these days. Yeah. That's the thing I, that, that always bothers me. Like we're, I was, um, we're talking about trades and I'm like, there was at one point before coronavirus, I think there was six to seven million jobs 
that the trades needed. We're talking HVAC guys. We're talking yeah. plumbers. We're talking hangers. We're talking, you know. Not even enough qualified people. And maybe it's marketing, whatever, but I'm like, kids don't want to have those jobs. It's like. Because you got to actually do shit. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, you know, I know the money you can make off that stuff and take care of your family. Yeah, you're going to bust your ass for, you know, eight to ten hours a day. Gives but you some you, purpose. But you know what? Not everyone's going to be fucking Elon Musk. So how about you just get in the fucking, in the grinder and do something, man? The problem these days is like pe- most folks, you know, younger in our age and stuff, like they just want instant gratification. That too, yeah. Or they feel like the government or society owes them something. I don't understand. You got to start low. You're going to get paid low. But you got to build it up. And it's like, what better way to learn? Like anything in the trades is useful. Like it's literally useful. You learn how to do HVAC. You learn how to do construction, like framing and all that. Dude, that goes a long way. Yeah, they're just learning how to work hard manually even, you know? But those people, like, out in the city folk, like, they don't think, like, they want to be in tech. They want to be in cubicles. Or they go to college for some weird stuff. It's like, man, just get your hands dirty. Like, you can make a good living off of this. And No, that's cool, man. They can do that. Get whatever kind of job you want. Make your, you know, 80000 or whatever. Just, you give me a call when you need some drywall hung or something, you know? You make sure you, you notify me. My big thing is, like, <laughs> how people look down on it. I'm like, really? I, I don't think so. For the most part, I, I don't think people look down on it. I just feel like they're, people don't understand. That's, that's what I'm talking Like, this disconnect between people, like... People, people look, look down on farmers. I know that for a You fact. see an echo chamber on Twitter. People, their own lives are an echo chamber. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a life chamber. You know what I mean? You're only around certain people, you know, like-minded folks, or, you know, same jobs or same things. So you don't really... How are you going to know about things unless you, you actually see them and talk to people, you know? Yeah. I know that's some deep shit, but it's true. No, no, it's not, it's not deep shit. I mean, that's, I'm just... Yeah, that's, it's, it's a fact. You surround yourself with people, like-minded people. Like, if you never test... If you never test... Um, like somebody contradicts what you're saying. Like people don't get that when they're hanging around people that think like minded. You know what I mean? Like nobody's testing you. Testing well, yeah, your... you kick it with people and they just everybody agrees with whatever the hell just because they don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sounds good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy or you know, screw I, those I just, people. I don't think people think deeply about stuff, anyways, too, because everyone's yeah, like dude, sleep, they... sleepwalking through their phones. They're just like, yeah, seriously. Like, don't ponder stuff or their you know form their own opinion. That's another thing too. Nobody ever like researches stuff. So like take um, e- take everything at face value. Like right now, since this stuff happened, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go and you know, like after all this stuff happened, the first person I went to because I'm like, I wanted to hear someone who kind of goes through this stuff, is articulate, and same thing is nuanced, knows the research. Straight up went to Killer Mike. Yeah, I mean, Killer Mike's not a good name for uh, someone <laughs> no. to be the the ambassador of this stuff, but you know, well, whatever. But I just I watched his TV show because I was like, oh, and I watched his TV show, and then he, you know, like I, I instantly texted you when he had that um, interview on uninterrupted, and I was like, dude, Un- undisputed, undisputed, sorry, yeah. uninterrupted. Even Shannon Sharp though, like he's he's how he is on the show and everything. He's a yeah, he's he's know, a obnoxious guy, dude. The, he's a personality. The the henny, but that that is his personality. But when you start talking about this kind of shit, dude, that's also his personality. You know what I mean? Yeah, he ain't lying to you. But it was crazy because I was like, "All right, what what does Killer Mike say about this?" First thing he said too is like, "I know good, you know, I know good cops." Everybody does. Come on, I know bad cops. Well, he he comes from a family of cops, you know, so it's like when he says it, and this this is coming from you know a black man too who's went through all that as well. There's plenty of black folks that like cops. There's plenty of yeah. white folks that like. Cops. There's plenty of things to go around. I feel like, like I said, the the loudest people get all the attention, even though that's not the majority. Oh yeah, for sure. And. There's not enough people, uh, too much disconnect. You know what the craziest one is? There's not enough people just literally talking to each other and working through shit. They just, 
so uh, hedged into one side or the other. Dude, that's the craziest part too. If you honestly, genuinely at this point think that white people don't have it easier than black people, and this isn't even a fucking... This isn't virtue signaling at all. That's, yeah, dude, like, that's, that, I thought that was common knowledge. I swear to God. Like, Dave Chappelle's been complaining about the cops since it's like his first special. It's like, and when so many, you know, black people are complaining about how they're being harassed by police and it's just like, like a different thing, it's like, you might want to listen. Because, you know, like, we know people from our community that are like, oh, dude, no, they don't. They don't have it fucking, they don't have it harder. It's just, talk about the echo chamber on Twitter. Exactly. That's the echo chamber of life, dude. It, it happens, dude. That's right. the stuff I already know. But you know what? I feel like hopefully people will start to learn to think for themselves a little bit. The crazy one was the you fucking. Know what I mean? Did, Just, you see the, did you see the kid? The, 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 there was a fucking dude that got shot in Atlanta yesterday. Really? Dude. Were they rioting or what? No. So at Atlanta, Wendy's. Wendy's? Um, check this out. A drunk man was passed out at the drive thru. The fucking people at Wendy's called the cops. Cops came out and. Either they woke him up. Anyways, something happened. A scuffle ended up happening. The guy was startled. He was woke resisting arrest. Swimming. He resisted arrest. I think he, was reach, he was reaching for the cop's taser, right? He had the taser. He ran off. And as he was running, dude, and I either he was running or he ran and he tried aiming the taser at them. They fucking shot him and killed him. It's like, dude, the fucking guy has a taser. Dude. It's, it's a tough job, I know. The, I just The ugh. gravity of that situation is beyond my comprehension you know what i mean like oh, if God. you're in that position what the hell are you gonna do on both sides you know what i mean if you're the exactly. cop or if you're the dude getting woken up when you're passed out and you know in the wendy's like is there's this like live it's real time there you can always look back after and be like oh you should have did this or that exactly. like god damn dude it's easy to say yeah i yeah i just i was like fuck man a guy was over a taser like but i also i get it man like you you don't know what happened in the scuffle but it's like fuck because Killer Mike's like, man, he would have woke up, you know, hungover, drunk or whatever this morning, but now he got shot because, and he was, he wasn't like, he was like, you know, he said bad policing, but he's like, those fucking, if you're the people who was filming this for 20 minutes, you should feel bad. Yeah, dude. Not just like the George Floyd, the cops that were there, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're, what about the people that were filming it or the people walking around there? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying you should be charged with any criminal thing, but... I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, uh, they call it sins of omission. But they they like you could have uh, ran over and did something, but you never know that maybe you yeah. might get killed or something. So it's, yeah, it's scary. I get it. It's weird. It's so weird. But no, like the um, and he was like, yeah, and if you they're like the Wendy's um, like people working at Wendy's employees like, man, if you're calling the cops over a drunk man like a dude passed out at the, you should feel bad. <laughs> well, yeah, but dude, imagine you're a teeny little girl or something working at the Wendy's and some guy comes in passed out. You don't know who he is. You know. Yeah, people don't even think to look at stuff from other perspectives. You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate at this point. Oh no, you're I, I totally get it. That's that's a good that's a good way to look at it. You want to you know look at it both sides. You know it's what so I mean? Fucking weird. There's basically very very little things in life are absolute. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, everything ain't much life concrete besides what you had for lunch yesterday. You know, dude. That's why I tell everybody. I'm like, you guys fucking play everything like it's black and white, and I'm like, everything's gray. And that's okay though. You know, you, and I don't you mean can, to be that can, guy where it's you, like I'm, I'm cynical and everything's gray and. No, you know what you know, and you know you you think what you think, but people just, they don't stop to uh, extrapolate on shit, I feel like. 
Yeah. And like, if before I talk about something, I usually, like, same thing. I want to look at it. I want to read about it and be like, all right, what's going on? Like, Well, I always have a knee-jerk reaction. That's that's fine. But Everybody does to a point. But you're not out, you're not out there typing on a fucking yeah. computer going, oh, I'm not, do, I'm not doing real, you know, stuff that affects people or, you know, our society. <laughs> this is the crazy one, though. So, you, uh, so you know the ghost inside. I literally saved this for us talking. So, Are now... still around? Yeah, they actually released a couple of new songs. Dude, so... <laughs> Oh, cool. Good for them, man. Now everyone's, for lack of a better word, getting lynched. Like, just getting canceled. So, Ghost Inside part ways of basis after past racist remark. Okay, so I guess, you know... So, if you're racist, you get lynched from the band? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. No, so, <laughs> this was... their part. They parted ways with bassist Jim Riley after a situation with him calling their bus driver a racial slur was brought back to light by uh, a drummer from another band. Well, because um, the guy lost his foot, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was that, but they, you know, they released, like, a What Do You Stand For shirt, and, you know, they kind of did, like, a thing for, you know, uh, like, proceeds and thing, and the drummer instantly on Twitter was like, this is cute, the ghost inside, y'all gonna act like your bitch-ass bass player didn't call y'all bus driver uh, N-word at th- that time. I ain't forget that shit. Um, but hey, man, if he really did, you know? But, like, but it's like, I and again, I don't know what the situation is, but it's like, um... What, like you, black people make mistakes. You know what I mean? Sure, but you know, the N word is a. I guess it's a real heavy thing with with you know oh, African American. They did. They they take that shit harsh, dude. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know what happens, but it's like let's say you, you can't call your but you can't call the bus driver that you know you can, you can't call any of them that you know what I mean. That makes sense, dude. Like really, what you know, what the hell? I guess I'm mostly talking about like the cancel culture. I'm like, man, let's say you said something nice. It's like the Me Too shit. Like, let's say you did, you said something in 1986, and then it's, you know, same thing, 2020, and they're like, hey, you fucking did this back then? It's like, dude, I was 20 years yeah. old. And I, think- I'd love to, you know, expand on this stuff. I got to split, but I'll leave with this. This whole BLM movement, all this crap, how much of it is hype and how much of it is real, really true, you know what I mean? How much people are just jumping on a bandwagon because they're bored? been sitting at home for the longest time and they just need something to do feel like they're part of something and get likes on instagram get some thumbs up on facebook oh God, and how man. much of it is for real did you see the celebrities like, do, did you see the celebrities doing the apology yeah, thing yeah, oh my yeah, god sure. it was the grossest thing i mean and that's all good and well people can post stuff and do whatever they want but the changes for real is going to come from within yep and through legislation and money Money. Let's talk money. To let's talk money. Let's talk legislation, and let's talk what's inside of you. Killer Mike has the best thing. He always wears a Killer Masters T-shirt, and people always think like, "Oh, you want, like?" It's not like it's figuratively killing your masters. Being like, he's like, my master is sugar. Dude, <laughs> you know, but he's like, him. he talks about like same thing. Like, hey, you want to shit that got control over you? Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't let. He's you know, and he. I think what he says literally. I think like most of the country could agree on. Nobody wants to be controlled by corporations or anything like that. And they're Too just late. Like, well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to have somebody overlooking us. They just We just want to be left free to do whatever, the, you know, the fuck we want. We don't want any, to bug anyone else, you know what I mean? Like, we want to... But you also pay our bills. And then, yeah, just pay our taxes, and we just want to be left alone and want to leave other people alone. And he that's what he extrapolated on. He's like, kill your masters. Like, don't be fucking, you know, a slave to all these people. And... um and same thing he was talking about, especially with voting, he's like, with your money, dude. He's like, you're going to support a corporation? He's like, you're going to put fucking money yeah. into your local businesses. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. For you real. know? And Cheap shit ain't worth nothing when you're when there's no jobs around to make the stuff. Dude. America's all money, man. If you really yeah. want to make a difference, go support, you know, black businesses. Or literally, you know, if you live in a little small town, go to your local grocery store. You know? I mean, it ain't even about 
black people or BLM, you know, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Just, everybody just, how about, like, just start being a good person, you know, like virtuous, no. virtuous and stuff. It doesn't even have to be virtuously. You literally just look at a person as a person like, hey, what's up, man? Like, it's not that hard. Easier said than done, though. You know what I mean? For some people, yeah. People have their preconceived notions, but it's like, just you see people, you're like, hey, what's up? Like, Hopefully there's some good changes that come in this. I guess I it seems so easy. Like, I've never, I, I feel like I've never had that problem because it was like, we went to school. It was like, given. I went to school with Mexicans. It was, it was given. Like, it was granted, you know? Well, we, we, I went to school with Mexicans and other people, and you're just like, yeah. I had Mexican friends, and you're just like, hey, what's up? Like, it, it's. It's no, but I guess for some white people who've never seen like a black person, they're just like well, not only that. It's just good to reflect on it a little bit, though. No matter what, you know what I mean. I I don't know. To me, I could talk about this endlessly, but I gotta split. Thanks to Sancho for coming on this week. Uh, he had to split early. I had a few things I wanted to touch upon. So obviously he finished early. So the trades was one thing I was talking about, and I should reiterate, not that it's like. Not that it's looked down upon, but I feel like the trades, whether it's manufacturing, construction, those types of things are there's there at one point there was seven million uh jobs open in the trades and yet we have a homeless problem. And you see some of these homeless people who are very, very young and um I mean they're younger than I am on the streets and you would think, you know, uh, Plate, you know, manufacturing might not, it's not the sexiest job, construction's not the sexiest job, but hey, dude, it's there. You want a hard day's worth of work and you want to make some good money, depending on the companies. Um, it's there to be had, man. And it's it's really useful work. Okay. Learning how to build stuff and make stuff. Always gonna be useful. But uh yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. I I'm pretty passionate that about needing Maybe the marketing behind it's not the best or the, the the information out there or the perceptions about it's not the best. I mean, it needs, yeah, probably better marketing. Just the trades need to be looked at as a viable option for some of these kids. You know, maybe college isn't for you. Come to the trades. You know, people, you know, people need young hands I, I i think it was the uh i believe it was the plumber hvac guys who are basically at a certain point coming to um coming to it where a lot a vast majority of these guys at least the guys that i've been around are going to be retiring and they need they need young hands so i don't know so that was one of the things i wanted to just touch back upon um there was a couple things let me look at I talked about the cancellation. <laughs> right now, you got canceling going on everywhere. It's just going to be just like me too, except if you said anything. Uh, if you basically didn't say Black Lives Matter, then you're getting canceled. <laughs> so, um, let me just look at this. Yep, this is fucking great. So a band that I'm just really fond of, you know, their bassist was, um, they parted ways with their bassist. Um, I don't know what he said. They, they think, oh yeah. So one of the things he said was, he says, got to go pay the N word in reference to the black bus driver. So I don't know. Um, 
mistakes happen, I guess. I don't know if he was an outward racist. That obviously does sound very racist. Um, I was kind of using this as a stepping stone to, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't look good. <laughs> I didn't read that second um, quote, but I, in general with these people, you know, with either it's all lives matter or somebody, something did in 1986, like, do we really think people don't change in five years or 10 I mean, my whole perception on the Colin Kaepernick situation has changed, and as I've, I will say now, and I've, I've had it wrong to a point. Um, I don't think I don't like the way he handles it in terms of the, you know, I think he had a sock saying, you know, pigs, some stuff like that, or whatever, and how he says the NFL has blackballed him. They have to a point, but he also had clear offers to play, just not to start. But Seattle offered him legitimate a legitimate contract. If he was willing to back up, then he'd have a job. Um, I, but I don't want to get too much into that. Obviously, what he did with the flag, I think, is mis you know misunderstood. You know, kneeling for the flag, I've completely made. I've completely changed my stance on it because it, I I know now it's not about the flag, and I've listened to people who are way smarter than me tell me that it's not about the flag, and um. This was the best thing that I heard that Killer Mike actually said when Drew Ble- Drew Brees was talking about the flag and you know disrespecting. It's like really, Drew, you're gonna be talking about this when there's fucking Budweiser commercials with you know American flag bikinis or man thongs with the American flag on it or suits with the American flag on it. It's like Colin was just trying to essentially, I mean, on national stage, just kind of you know he's taking a knee for social justice, whatever. I, I don't even like that word. Um, for injustice, I should say. And, you know, we talk about, oh, disrespecting the flag this, disrespecting the flag that, when, again, you have a fucking mankini or you have a gimp suit that's all out of American flag or um, just stupid shit like that. But, you know, Colin Kaepernick taking a, in a very, very peaceful kneel, Neil is disrespecting the flag, but bikini booty short bikinis are booty shorts with the American flag on. It's okay. You know, Uh, I mean, shit, the, the shit I enjoy to do now compared to what I was doing in my late teens, early twenties is completely different. You know, just to dig up tweets from the past. It's, it's like, bitch, don't you think people change views or opinions? Half these white girls who are trying to cancel everyone are, are going to change at some point or aren't as virtuous online as they make themselves out to be. You know, I it, it kind of still amazes me that we allow these clowns to possess or the illu- possess the amount or the illusion of power, you know, is unreal. <sighs> like, they're such a slim minority that people think it's the opinion of all. If you don't change perceptions from when, you know, you're 20 to 30, then I'd be concerned. You know, the, you if you dig up tweets, you're a fucking loser. And shit, at some point, we'll have their own skeletons exposed. We'll have different opinions of their own, especially too. Especially if they have a family and start a business. Like, you will completely change. Um, except, you know, we're talking about bloggers who blame others for their faults or failures in life. I mean, they have no boyfriends because honestly, how can any anyone enjoy being with someone who's resentful, never takes any responsibility and thinks the world is evil, so that's why they're writing for, you know, starwars.com. I mean, you're barely 
barely a glorified blogger at this point. Or they have boyfriends, but you know they're barely men who are beyond emasculated or just lack confidence. You know, come pick berries like we did when we were, you know, single digits old. Your perceptions are going to change real quick. You know, hey, guess what? Berry picking, we were all treated equally. You want equality for men and women, even though it already exists? We had it at the berry farm, baby. You paid the same amount, boy or girl, for the amount of crates you picked. Shit. Your views change. It's clear as day, okay? Everybody does. As they get older, you know, that's just, that's wisdom. As you learn to live through life, your, your views are going to change. I mean, something someone tweeted in 20, you know, 2008 or 2012 compared to now will usually be different because you should always be learning and growing. I mean, chastising people for tweets from their late teens to their 20s is something else. Like, we really like brains and common sense. We make mistakes. It's okay. Let's learn from them. Mistakes are the best ingredient for growth. I mean, you're an 18-year-old. You're barely a person at that point. Especially if you're a dude, all you're wanting to do is fuck at that point. You're not thinking with your head. Your your brain hasn't fully developed yet, man or woman. And yet we want to cancel you at that point? Nah, man. That ain't me. Yeah, just all this all this stuff's just it's just odd, man. I <laughs> like the cringeworthiness, I, I don't know if anybody's seen this, was that celebrity, like the um, celebrity apology that was out there that had like, um, oh my God, the guy from Breaking Bad. He plays Jesse Pinkman, uh, Sarah Paulson, some other people. It's It was, it's so fucking cringe. Like, it's like, shut the fuck up. Just when you thought you couldn't be more self-indulgent and just lack any awareness, you say, no, 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 hold my beer. You know, there's a, there's a crucial moment in black history and people are kind of rethinking what they thought about race or whatnot and actually being, you know, enlightened about America's history with, you know, African-Americans and all that. And white celebs, especially white Hollywood actors, show up and say, hold my beer and steal the spotlight from this moment. And so they can stand in front of the line and say how non-racist they are. And how sorry they are for being white. These are the same people who will talk about it and go, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Okay. <laughs> Yet they would do blackface in a heartbeat if it meant getting a role in a movie. They're like, I, I mean, I, um, Ricky Gervais's speech was perfect. I mean, that's it. They would, they would do, a, they would work with ICE or they would be in an ISIS movie. Because that's how they, I mean, I don't know how we put so much emphasis into the words of, especially Hollywood. It, it still amazes me. Like, uh, and then the, the, the fun part about this was, um, the show Dear White People did a, uh, mock, I take responsibility celebrity video. This is so great. So in one of the clips, <laughs> one of the, I think it's the, yeah, I think one of the dudes says, I take responsibility for being white and pretty and desirable to men of all races for not posting the black square soon enough, but for leaving it up far too long. I take responsibility for discussing my love of cocoa butter at inopportune moments. For always bringing up the show Insecure with my black friends, I'm also taking responsibility from calling them my black friends. 
Uh, yeah, that's so great. I mean, seriously, the uh, and then same thing. These are the same people, and I'm not going to get into defunding the police. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But you know. I don't agree with it, but you want to defund the police. Okay, so also defund your security around your ivory towers. You know what I mean? They honestly think they're so righteous and so virtuous when all they do is type and post, but don't do fucking shit for anyone. They don't. These same people, I mean, they're the ones who beg to be accepted by other people. They're so insecure and willing to change themselves or bend over backwards, or fuck a Harvey Weinstein just to be in a movie. They're actors. They're the most fake people out there. They are fake for a living. I mean, they have no personality themselves. They don't even know themselves because they're so fake. I mean, come on, they're not our spokespeople. It's amazing that they don't see how fake and how out of touch they are. It's Every time I see shit like this, I'm like, you can't top it when they did that stupid-ass Imagine video, and then... They're like, no, 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 let's top it now. Let's just, you know, this moment's happening right now. You know, pretty much consensus that, hey, whatever happened to George Floyd was terrible. But, you know, let's let's put the spotlight on us. How can we uh, make the most of this for ourselves? Fuck off. This was another thing, too, is like, again, since we're kind of on that topic, is like people are boycotting Lush after the CEO gifted police care packages so what did lush do um apparently the uh so it came out on twitter owner of lush has given out fucking presents to the police i don't think the police need love care and bath bombs right now um yeah well, this is coming. This is the most disappointing thing is seeing Alternative Press it is one of my favorite music websites, and they have completely turned into clickbait bullshit. But I'm um, just reading about this now. Is like, <sighs> honestly, you're gonna boycott Lush because they gave a care package to police officers. It's always young kids too, like really, really young kids, like 18, 19. It's like, hey, look, there are really terrible police officers out there. There are also really, really, really good cops out there who are really good people. It's like, we just need, um, you know, police might need, I mean, Joe Rogan and Jocko Willink, Jocko made a good point. The police might need a lot more funding so that they can get the proper training of how to deal with, you know, these tough situations and all that. And I mean, you're going to get mad about the police getting bath bombs. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. Everything's so weird. Like, I, I, you know, sometimes it just feels like we're, 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 maybe it is we're living in the upside down. Who the fuck knows? Or the simulation's like having a glitch. God, remember, I just, this came into my head. Remember the weird colored ketchup? You know, the the purple ones or the green ones? It was Heinz. I forgot what it was. I, I just remembered it, you know, in the cafeteria. Everybody thought it was the coolest thing. You had like the green ketchup, the purple ketchup. I think there was orange the green and the purple were the most amazing things like hey what a terrible idea that, that was such a shit idea who the fuck needs colored ketchup oh fucking celebrities man every time with them like at least 
Like virtue signaling is so gross. It's so, so gross. And like everybody smells it off of you. Uh, Oh, well, though. This was one thing I learned. So my wife's been watching the show, Stealing Sunset. And I get it. Look, white girls watch some... uh, The the TV they watch is like, you know, uh, drama girls, you know, that live in weird lifestyles. Anyways... It's a show about these real estate agents, and I just kept watching them, being like, you know, kind of astounded at how stupid these girls are and how fake they are. And they're in L.A., so, and I'm watching. I'm like, kind of sat there and thought about. It. I'm like, what, you know, do you need talent to be a real estate agent? Um, and then I kind of read this article where it's like, why people hate real estate agents, and um, you know, it's like some. So I'm gonna quote right here. Some people just like. How just about anyone can become a real estate agent. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. Fluff and puff themselves. Sorry about this. A fair assessment is about three out of every four agents doesn't gain enough experience and will probably never gain enough experience to develop themselves into the professionals they should become. There's no school like the School of Hard Knocks and most agents learn on the job. The realtor associations offer webinars and seminars for agents, but still the information has to be retained by the agent and delivered by a credible source to be viable. Seminar speakers are not required to be licensed to deliver seminars, although some can obtain credentials to offer continuing education credits to clients. Um, anyways, I was just watching the show. I was just curious. I just wanted to read about, cause I'm like, can anyone become a real estate agent? I mean, I, I, college, dr- you know, college dropouts, people, you know, all walks of life. I've seen it. I know people who are real estate agents. This isn't a rib on you. I'm just, I was just, it was a curiosity thing. Cause I'm watching this TV show. Fuck. Excuse me. Watching this TV show and I'm like, man, like, can anyone become a real estate agent? Because these girls are dumb as fuck. And I know it's a reality TV show, but still, it, it, so it kind of led me down that rabbit hole. And I did not know that there's really not really much of a prerequisite to be a real estate agent. Now, if there is, I would love to know. Let me know. Okay. I'm just, I'm reading off the one article. But that was kind of one thing that came up, and I'm, you know, curious. Oh, God, this is so great. So this was by popular demand. So, Chaz. So apparently what's going on in Seattle was about six or seven blocks of Capitol Hill was essentially taken over by protesters um and so what's going on now so it's went through two different names okay there's chaz chaz was capitol hill autonomous zone and now they've changed the name they can't even decide a name it's capitol hill organized protest or occupied again they don't know what's <laughs> they don't know um they can't even decide our name but Ooh, don't want that video on. Um, and people looks like right now, so they've taken over, and that's where the pre- police precinct is. So they have booths set up providing food, aid, action steps. They have a no-cop co-op that has food, snacks, drinks, signs. Everything is free, encouraging people to take what they need. 
God, this is going to go real well. There's a conversation cafe. Yeah, hey, could I just... uh, One 15-minute session about my veganism. Could I get a 30-minute session about my daddy issues? God, this sounds awful. Oh, whatever, though. I mean, to each his own, right? Uh, What is going on here as well? I'm just kind of... I read about it. I've read about five articles on it. (sighs) Mm, Oh, there we go. I fucking... So the mayor just basically was like left... Basically made the police leave the area. So that's going to go well, too. I mean... No police in area, free food, free all this. I mean, it's it's going to go great. Uh, and a booth to write to Mayor Jenny Durkin demanding change. Ooh. They've created a community garden. They're screening documentaries, had live dis- or large discussions. Um, let's see. Uh, looks like, so what's also going on is you'll get both things. You'll get people saying it's like, anarchists terrorists and then you'll say people it's like oh it's so peaceful it's just like it's like um summer of love and it's like there was actually a really good article that i read that was like it's actually kind of like in between it's like there's actually some violence going on in there but it's also not like as dangerous as you think but it's it's kind of weird because there's people like you have to get permitted to enter through the zone it's not just like you can freely walk through it there's people with guns that you have to go through to enter okay uh i'm not gonna go through the demands or anything that they're doing but anyways um so yeah they have some armed security at borders fortified with metal and plastic traffic barricades um they only have one entrance that allows drivers <laughs> they have a protester that monitors who comes in and out looking for, of course, white supremacists who they think might show up to start trouble. And it's an overwhelmingly white crowd. Okay. Uh, let's see. Behind the park. Uh, obviously, there's tents, small gardens. They have a medical unit there, apparently, too. Hmm. So... <laughs> uh, this last Saturday, uh, a dude started a fight on stage as a... I guess the chick was uh, talking about her experiences and he was obviously taken to the ground by, you know, organizers and the security over there. So they put him to the ground and, you know, they kind of just hold him down. And then only five minutes later, he starts a fight with some other activists. Um, They have dodgeball games there, I guess. Um, they also have more fights there. They have people who are being falsely accused of stealing stuff and being beaten by somebody with a bat. Let's see what else. There was big fights over, and this is what I'm saying. It's so funny with the name. They had tense fights over the name, changing the name from Chaz to, uh, Chop. Oh, God. Let's see. Oh, and then when fights break out, they tell you not to record them or post them online because it's going to bring the wrong attention. Um, You know, and somebody was out there, I guess, Saturday, and security members were constantly bumping into, you know, people who were trying to record stuff. Um, 
And then what they also do is post photos and names of people in the crowd so they can be targeted for possible harassment. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, this is great. Local reporter was mobbed and assaulted. That's always fun. What else is going on? So you have businesses who are saying, you know, off the record that they don't feel safe or comfortable and they fear that speaking out publicly would earn scorn of the angry Chaz residents. Um, yeah, so the way that the guy describes it is um, Chaz is at times a street fair and at other times a social justice workshop with an unhealthy dose of violence and intimidation mixed in. Wow. Yeah, for for the mayor just to go, oh yeah, yeah, we let's let's let the uh, let's let the inmates run the prison, so the police aren't out there. There's no one. Like, what's gonna happen when someone gets killed in there? Like, they're just gonna be like, oh, we'll self police. Again, this is this is all gonna work out well. Hmm. Yeah, they have no leader in there, which is weird because you already know some dictator is going to come through and be like, I will run this this here establishment. Um, yeah, just it's one of the weirdest stories. Really, it is. I mean, <laughs> I love this article, um, how it's become a dangerous joke. So it's like, um, here we go, here we go, here we go. Where was it? Oh, God, this is the crazy part. You know, they had, so there's a video of one of the chicks who's talking to a cop saying, take your guns, put them into your chins and pull the triggers. I need you to kill yourselves. That's so fucked up. And, you know, this is supposed to be, uh, you know, all with all this stuff going on and trying to honor the life of George Floyd. Um, these people are lounging at the park, eating free granola and playing dodgeball or Frisbee. You know, what is being accomplished when you, you know, there's actually like a black lives matter silent March in Seattle. What was it? It was, uh, I think it was Saturday as well. Over like 30,000 people went, it was a silent March, nice and peaceful. But yet you have these people who are in the parks talking about how they're getting so much. That was another thing that's funny is, um, gotta find that fucking thing there's there's this kid oh my god where is it hmm anyways there was a kid who was talking about it i i fucking lost it but there was a child who was mentioning how you know when we're, you know, being he's 17 years old, obviously, so he doesn't know what the world is all about, but talking about how old people's wisdom has failed them. And, you know, when the young people get mad, they get angry. And that's what they're seeing now. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, this like, okay, the free food and all that they're, you know, they're getting one of the quotes was they're getting so much food that they have to make more and more and more gardens or they're getting, you know, so much more plants coming in that they don't have enough room for gardens so they're making all these makeshift gardens like th none of this sounds like it could end well and who knows you know be crazy is if this works that would be the craziest thing i obviously don't think so but um i mean in no way this is going to end well i mean this whole thing is going to collapse on itself 
they're all going to fight with each within each other and then somehow someone's going to actually want the police to come in it's it's going to be kind of funny i mean just wait for the self implosion they're going to run out of supplies they're going to run out of i i think bill burr said it best they're just they're they're just going to let them get dried out and then you know either they'll go on their merry way or the police actually will come in and get them all out of there it's just it's a weird thing chaz what a terrible name. They must have changed it because of how how bad that sounds. I just, I don't see any way where that's going to end, uh, end nicely, let's just say. And I don't care one way or another. I really don't. I mean, that's in Seattle. I can give a shit. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's comical. Conversation cafes. Hey, Let's just go to the park and talk. I'm sure the documentaries they're screening to are lovely. I'm sure that place is so much fun. Just tenting it out with people who probably haven't washed or showered in the last week or two. Mm. Oh, well. See, and they tried doing it. (laughs) It's so funny. Um... (laughs) Portland Autonomous Zone plans fizzle as protests continue. Um, the Portland Police Bureau declared a civil disturbance and engaged in lengthy clash with downtown demonstrators during another night of protests on Saturday, June 13th. There was rumors that an autonomous zone would be established in several parks. Uh, and then, yeah, <laughs> looks like those, those plans were going to happen. And then, of course, because Portland always wants to copy Seattle, they fizzled out and then they're like we don't know how it got leaked but they got leaked so we can't do this now because they're going to come and take us away and god like i guess whatever take over parts of a town i just i i i cannot see a way i cannot see a way where the government doesn't intervene and just take over that place good or bad like i said i don't have any lean on it whatever i think it's ridiculous but whatever man seattle's not my fucking city so it could fuck off but there's there's no way that that's gonna that's gonna go off without a hitch whether it be from external or internal because you you know tensions are going to start rising in that place. I mean, they were arguing over the name of the place. Now, if someone, let's say they start running low on granola or tomatoes, and then someone, like, takes the last one, you don't think someone's going to get punched or stabbed? And then just wait till the fecal matter starts collecting. Whoa. Yeah, well. That's the last that I want to touch of that. Just all this stuff, man. It's a lot, but... It was something I've been thinking about. I wanted to just get it out, like get it out of me, just like get rid of the demon. I guess there's better stuff to talk about. Like, so Houston Astros, I, anybody who pays attention to sports, um, had a major sign-stealing scandal, just like with any sports, especially with MLB. Something goes on with MLB when, when one comes out. I mean, it's... It's always like, I guess all sports are cheating to a point. I mean, NFL, you already know everyone's juice to the gills, but they have to be because, I mean, you, you cannot survive that game, but they are juice to the gills no matter what. Um, 
But it's always with Major League Baseball. You had, you know, same thing, steroids, and now it's the science-stealing scandal. And right when it happened, too, I kept thinking to myself, you know, Astros were the sacrificial lamb. Of course, they're going to fire everyone, you know, all these suspensions, all this and that's going to happen. And it's always the sacrificial lamb because there's more of it going on, okay? So what started happening, I think there was, you know, reports of the Red Sox maybe being involved in it. And then there was a Yankee one. I remember the Yankee one. Reports of the Yankees being involved in some sign stealing. So now it looks like there was a judge who ordered the Yankees and the MLB to unseal a letter sent by the league in 2017 concerning the findings of an investigation into sign stealing. That year, both the Red Sox and Yankees were fined by the league after each team accused the other of stealing signs electronically. Um, and then the uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, said the league found insufficient evidence to support the allegation. I guess there was a letter, and um, plaintiffs alleged that the 2017 press release falsely suggested that the investigation found that the Yankees had only engaged in a minor technical infraction, whereas, according to plaintiffs, the investigation had, in fact, found the Yankees engaged in a more serious science-stealing scheme. Much of the letter's contents have already been revealed in the press release, but the plaintiffs claim the letter is revelatory, arguing, arguing it proved Manfred's duplicity. Both MLB and the Yankees are seeking to keep the letter under wraps. Of course. Because whatever... Whatever lack of integrity is left in MLB, they're trying to protect it. So, and this is this always happens with sports. I mean, I think with the Patriots, what you've seen with the videotaping and all that, dude, you already know that's happening all over the league. But to shut everyone up, you need the sacrificial lamb and be like, "Hey, look, take a suspension, and you know, whatever. You know, this is this is just what happens." And they'll get busted another like four or five years again. You know what I mean? And it's always the same thing with juicing. You know, you'll have some players who get caught for juicing, you know, throw the sacrificial lamb out there to protect the rest. And that's what happened with the Astros. You know, they, what I think they were guilty of is they won the World Series. You know, if it was the Yankees who won the World Series, they would have got busted. You know, if it was the Milwaukee Brewers, they would have got busted. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just using them, it's probably not those teams, but I'm just using them as examples. Like, this is probably a more widespread thing, and it's like, dude, of all things, it's fucking crazy. It, it, but it, you always see that in sports. You know, you throw a team out there, feed them to the beasts, and protect the rest, and be like, we, we got this, it's okay, we can continue to do this. Because it's like, how do you stop it? If, you know, half the league is sign-stealing, what, are you going to suspend half the league? Okay, now let's just throw this team out there. And you'll, you'll see more teams. I mean, more of this shit's going to come forward. Because, I mean, it clearly looks like the MLB's trying to cover it up. So, who the fuck knows? This is the crazy thing. So, we I did crazy stats um, last week with Elroy Hirsch. This is a crazy one. So, Larry Johnson in 2005 ran for 1,351 yards and 16 TDs in the final nine games of the season after taking over for an injured Priest Holmes, okay? So at that rate, added up, would he get in 16 games? Well, what would he have gotten in 16 games is 464 carries, 2,401 yards, and 28 rushing TDs. Dude. 
I don't know if I can give it to him for nine games. I mean, he did that in like 12 games, kind of like Elroy did, and uh, I would have been like, ooh. But still, that's one of those crazy stats. That's fucking. That's a shout-out to Sancho for sending me that one. That was one of the craziest things I've seen. Man. Insane. Uh, what else we got here? I had something. I know I had something. This is a really cool story that I've seen. Okay, so the, the Jags, I know they're – I fucking probably get sick of talking about him, but so the Jags backup quarterback Josh Dobbs is a uh, 4.0 GPA rocket scientist, and he worked with NASA engineers this offseason. Um, you know they had the live coverage of what was going on. Oh, it was the launch? Anyways, excuse me, sorry. And during the live launch. I guess jo- Josh was working with NASA engineers as a externship, and I, I kind of knew about it because I'm like, oh, he was uh, he was doing something with rockets. I know that, but um, he majored in aerospace engineering uh, when he was in Tennessee, and um, he got a Torchbearer Award, which is the highest honor for an undergraduate student, which recognizes accomplishments in the community and academics. He was uh, 4.0 grade point average. I mean, for a fucking rocket scientist. Um, looks like the NFL's Player Association linked him up with uh, externship with the aerospace engineer with NASA, man. Jesus Christ. That's that's one of the coolest stories that I said, man. A, a fucking quarterback in the NFL who is a legit 4.0 GPA rocket scientist or aerospace engineer. Regard, I mean, aerospace engineer, rocket scientist. What, like, I fucking know what the difference is. That's insane. But one of the cool stories that I read recently, again, I, I'm i trying to at least, with all this stuff going on, I want to go a lot lighter, especially towards the end. Oh, God, these stories, man. So I work with grown-ass adults, or at least they, you know, you think they are until you talk to them. So me and my coworker, we're talking. We're talking. You know, you're, you're just kind of bullshit, whatever, you know. You talk about partying and all this other stuff. You know, you talk about girls, whatnot, regular work talk. And then it kind of goes to a thing. Where they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, by the way, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, this one time when I shit myself and I just kind of, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, you know, partied hard, you know, kind of hungover, you know, wanted to fart and I, I shit myself. I'm like, what, you shit at work? I'm like, what did you do? He's like, oh, you, you, you go home, you tell the, you know, you tell the boss you shit, you go home. And I'm like, how he's like well you know you just you get so dr- you get you're so hungover you know you squeeze one out and you you just you sh- you shit your pants and i was like that's not normal man and he's looking at me he's like you you wait what and he's like you've never shit your pants i was like no because i'm a grown adult and he's like dude you've never shit your pants like it's normal and like i'm weird for not crapping my pants especially at work and i'm like no no, not at work. And he's like, oh, dude, yeah, it's happened like three or four times to me. I was like, oh, my God. I'm working with a man-child. Or <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to get too into the details on this one. So I know a person, okay, weird circumstances. And I, you know, was I'm around them somewhat regularly to a point. And I know his girlfriend through other, you know, that's it's like a, from other mutual people i don't know her know her but you know 
I know of her through mutual people. And through those mutual people, they're telling me that she's going to break up with him. And uh, this is one of the most awkward and insane things I've ever been through because it's like watching a dead man walking. And I'm not friends with the guy, you know, by any means or anything like that. But I'm just like, oh, I hope it's rumors. And I, I... I, and the only reason why I don't say anything is because I don't want to involve myself and we're not, as I said, we're not close or we're not friends in any way. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with the guy, just, you know, in general. And, uh, yeah, what an odd situation. Just being told, yeah, 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 they're dating this person. And then being told back, be like, uh, she's going to break up with him. And then my mouth just kind of drops. And now every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, you poor son of a bitch. And I'm just kind of waiting for it. I feel kind of bad, but then I'm like, he'll, hopefully he can move past it. Hopefully they don't break up. But I'm just, it's one of those things. I'm like, oof, I do not want any part of this. Oh, God. And then there's this other guy. Same thing. We'll be talking. We'll have conversations. You know, about you'll have like beers. You know, you can have conversations about craft beers or, um, whatever you know we'll have a conversation about craft beer and out of nowhere he'll be like yeah my girl hates it because i could last for 45 minutes but she only wants me for 15 i was like oh, okay you know mentions it once i'm like whatever so you keep talking change the subject talk about music or whatever and then again just like yeah tells it to another person be like yeah my girl you know i could last 50 you know 45 minutes but you know my girlfriend can only handle me for 15 I was like, what the fuck, dude? This guy's really got an ego about this thing. I mean, I swear to God, I've heard this story about four or five times now. Same thing. He, It's brought up randomly. Like, we're, you know, we could be talking about Josh Dobbs being a rocket scientist. Be like, yeah, that's cool. I could last for 45 minutes. Like, dude, I don't care. That sounds, I mean, at a certain point, wouldn't you be rubbed raw? I mean, look, we all know sex is amazing, but... 45 minutes straight of just going at it, especially the way he talked about it. He talked about it like, like rabbit stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'd be done after, you know, 10 minutes. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. You don't, I, I, I don't care. I don't think anyone else here cares. And if you do care about stuff like that, it's like, come on, dude. Do you really get laid? Go for 45 minutes straight. Jesus Christ. I think Chris D'Elia had a bit about this. It was that, oh no, Chris D'Elia, his bit about it was um, different sex positions. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, so that's like kind of a weird parallel, but yeah, no, 45 minutes straight when his girlfriend wants 15. I'm like, your girlfriend is kind of right. It should be 15 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes max. 45? What are you doing? I can get my teeth cleaned. In that amount of time, 45 minutes of just fucking humping and humping and humping. God damn it, you'd be so tired. Dick would be rubbed raw. Fuck that. Okay, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for Sancho coming through. Um, if you're listening on Anchor, I got two songs. An artist that I came across... It honestly just came across my YouTube. Coda the friend, K O T A the friend, which Coda and I think in Native American means the friend. But anyways, um, 
interesting, interesting um, hip hop artist, rap, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, but it's like it's got really, really either lo-fi. I know lo-fi people mention it as lo-fi. A lot of these really chill jazz vibes. It's, it's. I mean, it's like summer, like summer hip hop. It's really upbeat. The lyrics are very good. The songs are very good. I mean, again, this is music you would listen to on a sunny day with the drink in your hand. I think it's excellent. The song is called Mikasa. I don't need to describe it to you. And then the second song is Demon and Division by Alkaline Trio. It's off their last album that they released. It's one of my absolute favorite songs they've ever released. So enjoy.